Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, we got cut off in the last segment because one of the things we wanted to talk about, but I was too busy hating on Mariah Carey, is favorite Christmas movie of all time. A lot of good choices out there. What's yours? Yeah, I am not going old school. I think old school movies should remain in the past. Black and white movies, no. It's time to pick something that you actually want to watch. It's time to watch Home Alone. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> quote. Has everybody on the face of planet Earth tried to recreate that scene? You know, keep the change, you filthy animal. Uh, I'm going to give you the, ta- the count of 10 to get your low good, no good yellow keister off my property. One, two, ten. Do you remember that? That's the Chelsea, best scene. I have never seen Home Alone. I hate to admit that. I've never what? seen What? I know. Oh my I know. God. I didn't want to say Just it. Watch I know. That scene. It's amazing. We're gonna bring in Kate and Kate's jaw dropped. I'm looking at Kate off air right now and she's like, Oh my God. So I know, I'm sorry. I hate to say it. I need to watch it. For some reason, I don't know why it just got away from me. And I it's 32 years old. I've never seen it. I don't know what's wrong with me, but everyone swears by Home Alone. It's a class. Double D is cursing at me. I can't hear him. His mouth's moving. I think I saw an F-bomb. I'm sorry. I've just never seen it. I promise to watch it. I promise to watch it during the Christmas holiday, which is now so soon. Yeah, it's a good movie, like even in present times, because there are so many things that we have taken away from it. Like, look at the actors like Macaulay Culkin, like went on to like be this great child actor. Catherine O'Hara is still popular. It had an amazing Mm -hmm. soundtrack. There are so many iconic moments just with the music alone and Home Alone that are just amazing, whether it's the opening scene where they do like the, the sound for the house. It's like this ominous like bells thing or, you know, when he's preparing the traps and, you know, beating these robbers over the heads with like buckets of paint or something. So you got to see it, Jenks. Okay, I will do that. My favorite Joe Pesci. Of all time. That's right. Joe Pesci, classic. Yeah, I watched Goodfellas a few days ago. My favorite Christmas movie of all time 
Die Hard. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I love Die Hard. And yes, it's a Christmas movie. I won't even debate if it's a Christmas movie. It's not even up for debate. It's centered around a holiday party, for God's sake. One of the most iconic lines is, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I, all day. I watch Die Hard every single year. I watch it in the summertime. That's how great Die Hard is. You can watch it in July and watch it in December. Absolutely a Christmas movie. Hans Gruber. Uh, who was the man who played Hans Gruber? He passed away. Alan Rickman, is that right? A few years ago, he passed away. And that scene, I learned this at the very end when he's dropped off the building, when he falls from Nakatomi Plaza, when they were shooting that scene, they didn't tell him. They were dropping him onto like, you know, one of those, whatever, some sort of cushion below, inflatable cushion, so he'd be okay. And it was CGI. But they were going to count to three and let him go. And he was a little nervous about doing it. And they didn't tell him that they were going to let him go early so they could get a real reaction. So they went like one, two, and then let him go. So that fear that you see on his face when he's falling is absolutely real because he was nervous, didn't want to do it. And they didn't tell him, hey, we're dropping you early. And you know what? They got a great shot. I love Die Hard. All right. So I haven't seen Die Hard. Guess I got to see it. Oh, my God. What? You haven't seen Die Hard? Chelsea. I think I've seen like pieces of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole movie. Oh, God. Between Mariah Carey and now this, I'm expected to finish the week on this show. All right. You have to watch Die Hard. I have to watch Home Alone before the new year. Deal? Yeah, that's what we should do instead of having a show tomorrow. <laughs> Can yes, we do that, Odyssey? I, yes, let's let's do that. And let's bring in on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, Kate Constable. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. You know, Kate, as host of BetQL, you in the action Saturdays from 3 to 7 p.m. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok at Kate Constable. Kate, I ask you, okay, two questions. Number one, have you seen Home Alone and Die Hard? And number two, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Of course I've seen Home Alone. That's a classic. You have to see Home Alone if you like Christmas. Um, I do. And no, I have not seen Die Hard. I couldn't tell you a single actor that's oh in the God. movie. Nope, that, that's just well, all Bruce right Willis. Bruce Willis. I know that. Okay, yeah, see, I couldn't even tell you that. Nope. Oh, my I know. God. Um, my favorite Christmas movie is The Holiday. I know it's cheesy, but I love it. I watch it by myself every year. I drink a bottle of champagne, and um, it's it's just a great start to the holidays. I don't is know that's the one that. with who's Jack Black and um, uh, who's yes. it? Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz. Uh, yes, yes, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I've seen that one. Oh, it's so good. A good one. So cute. It's just kind of the classic, you know, chick flick holiday movie. It's wonderful. Okay. But it's Christmas. That's You're good. allowed to like those type of movies. Yes. Like this is the one time yes. of your corniness is allowed. Yes. Do you tune into the Hallmark Channel often? No, I don't. All right. I should. I was just curious. You know, there's some there's some I good should. stuff around the holidays there, but <laughs> nah. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good, that's always a good destination if you want something sort of soothing and nice and yes. sweet over the holidays. You know, they're always showing stuff like that. Okay. Something I also like during the holidays is making some money, and I'm looking at your picks here, and I believe you're starting with the NBA Mavs at Wolves tonight. Yes, I am. I like the under in this game. These two teams played just on Monday, and Minnesota won by 10. So I expect this game to be a little closer, and I lean towards Dallas on the side. 
And if Dallas is going to win this game, they're going to need to be the ones who dictate the pace in this game. Minnesota likes to play fast, third in the league in pace, but Dallas just plays like molasses. Luca loves to just walk the ball up the court. They play at the second slowest pace in the league. And their game on Monday went under this number by seven points. All four games last year went under this uh, number. No game even topped 220, so I will take under 229 in Mavs Wolves. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Luka Doncic always runs like he just had an enormous bowl of pasta before the game. He's <laughs> yes. just like, ugh. <laughs> Somehow he still looks, you know, he still drops like 35 points. I don't know how right. he does it. All right, let's go to the Bucks and the Cavs. This line, I think, just moved where we have the Cavs laying two and a half at home. They've been very good at home this season, but also the Bucks are a good team. So, Kate, what's the angle? Yeah, I got them this morning at minus two. I would still uh, take them at, at two and a half, the Cavs, that is. Um, this is a big game for Cleveland. Milwaukee's already beaten them twice this year, so not only does that set up for a little bit of a revenge factor, uh, but the Bucks are two games up on Cleveland in the standings, and so if Milwaukee wins tonight, they would own any tiebreaker between the two teams come playoffs. So a big central division game, and then you have the fact that both of these teams are top two teams uh, in defense this year, top five in rebound percentage. But the Cavs are giving up the fewest points per game, fewest rebounds. They're also 17-3-1 against the spread in their last 21 home games against a team with a winning record. So Cleveland just knows how to get the job done at home, and I will lay the points with them. Oh, I love that pick. I talked about that earlier in the show, and maybe I'll, now that you like it, now I feel a little bit better about it. So I like hearing that. We're talking with Kate Constable from BetQL. You in the action Saturdays from 3 to 7 p.m. Make sure you follow her on Twitter and TikTok as well at Kate Constable. Okay, I'm really curious to hear about your bet here because we talked about this game, and I leaned one way, but I couldn't really get a feel for it. This was just a gut reaction. Pacers at the Celtics tonight. What do you think? I'm going to target the Celtics in the first quarter. That line hasn't come oh. out yet. I would imagine it opens around Celtics minus three and a half, but the Pacers are a terrible first quarter team. They're 8-22 and one against the spread overall, 4-10 and one on the road this season. And this game just really sets up perfectly for a big spot for Boston. They're coming off of two straight losses. They've lost four of their last five. Jason Tatum is now back in the lineup after missing their previous game against Orlando coming off of two days rest, back at home. The list just goes on and on. So I like this spot for the Celtics. I just like it even better in the first quarter. All right, so staying in the same game, it looks like you have a player prop in Pacers-Celtics. Who do you like to have a big night? Yes, I do. I like Tyrese Halliburton to go over two and a half made threes. Uh, where I found that is his plus money right now, plus 145. It's out there a couple places. So really like that. He struggled shooting lately, so he's due for a big game. And then the other night, Wally Zerbiak called him a fake wannabe all-star during the Pacers last game against Ooh. the Knicks. So I'm, I'm sure he heard that. I'm sure he wants to come out and kind of set the record straight and then show Wally, Wally uh, what he's all about. So I expect a big game from Halliburton. Kate, is there any trend or something that you followed this year or something that has stood out to you? Like the Cavaliers being so good against the number at home is something that 
I've kind of picked up on. Certainly you have. Is there anything else? And it doesn't even have to be in the NBA that you said. This is an interesting trend that I think may continue. Um, I'm just surprised that the Heat are as bad as they are in terms of covering. They're a team that I tend to play against. I actually took the Bulls last night, which is kind of scary, but it, it worked out. Um, and then there's just some teams that separate themselves early in games. Like Celtics are a good first quarter team. Nuggets are a good first quarter team. Nuggets score a ton of points in the first quarter. So just finding little trends like that, where if you don't like the total or the side, you can get on a derivative and, and still get some action that way. All right, Kay, we always ask you about the Bears because if you guys are watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BeckQL, you can see that Kate has a Bears helmet behind her. So the Bears, it's not like they are a great team, but sometimes they're getting a lot of points. Once again, they're getting a ton of points this week, getting nine and a half at home against the Bills. So is there any way to play the Bears here other than maybe yeah. just taking Justin Fields' rush prop? Yeah, right. That would likely be successful for you. I like the Bears here with the points. I mean, that's a lot, a lot of points. They've kind of been disrespected in the market lately. I mean, last week they covered uh, against the Eagles. They were plus eight and a half, plus nine in that game. And this is kind of just a, an odd, sleepy spot for the Bills. They have a look ahead game uh, next week. I believe it's against the Eagles, but a big matchup coming up. So it's just kind of an odd spot. They're on the road this week, on the road again. So I think the Bills could come in here a little bit with their guard down, and, and Chicago could definitely keep pace. She is the host of BetQL. You in the action Saturdays from 3 to 7. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok. It is our friend Kate Constable. Kate, great seeing you, and I hope at some point you get to see Die Hard. I will do that over the next weekend. For sure. Okay, <laughs> excellent. Thanks so much, Kate. Joins us via the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. That is GetMyPhoenix.com. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Coming up in 10 minutes, our best bets for the day, including the Donkster trying to get out of that rut. Got a dub last night, but it's been a tough run for the Chalk Donkey. If you want to hear the best segments from our show, you can listen for three straight hours starting at 6 a.m. in the East or subscribe and follow the podcast. Listen to the Daily Tip in the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Man, I can't believe it. So many people, two on this show already, who haven't seen Die Hard. What do you think is more surprising, that I haven't seen Home Alone or that you guys haven't seen Die Hard? Double D, I need you to chime in here. What's more surprising? to be very honest with you you not seeing home alone yeah. shocked me absolutely yeah. shocked me i had already known about chelsea not seeing die hard um but yeah you seeing not seeing home alone is completely off-putting i it shocked me <laughs> it's off-putting <laughs> A man? Well, yeah, because it was super popular, like in your demographic, you know, like it came out during like an era where you were, you know, able to go see it and it's been around for so long. It's relatively new. It's still pretty good. The thing with Die Hard, it's not surprising, I think, or it shouldn't be because like, what am I going to do as a little girl sit down and watch Die Hard when it comes out? Like, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it with my dad, but it's not like by choice. Because, you know, like, when did when did Die Hard come out? I don't even know. It was a while back ago, 1988? right? 1988? 1988. Yeah, that's the How year I was born. How old were you born. in 1988? So, oh, I was Christ. literally born in 1988. Oh. So, like, you know, even if my dad watched it, like, growing up, 
Like, I'm not going to be super interested in a action, you know, thriller movie. Because my dad would watch these type of movies all the time. Anything with Sylvester Stallone, anything with Nick Cage, this is what I was forced to watch growing up. And I didn't particularly like it as a little girl. This show has just been one body blow after the other. I have to listen to Mariah Carey. You've never seen Die Hard. And then we find out that it was produced in 1988, and it's the year that you were born. Oh, has Jake Jinx, seen I'm Die Hard? I'm not even that young. There are people that are like, yeah, I was born in 2001. There are people in the NBA right now that were born in the 2000s. Uh, so don't even say that I'm that young because I'm not. Yes, you are. Has Jake seen Die Hard? Is Jake around? Can we just, can you ask Jake? I Surely he's seen Die no, Hard. No, it's 7.35 a.m. here. He is soundly sleeping. Wake him up. Say, I have a very important question to ask you. Have you seen Die Hard? My God, I was in the Christmas spirit. Now, man, everything's just going down the tubes. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.